Welcome to Trending Health, where we provide you with valuable insights and perspectives on the evolving healthcare industry. Brought to you by Vynamic, Trending Health explores industry topics that are real, relevant, and worth discussing. I'm your host, Mindy McGrath. As 2022 winds down, we want to take a look at the year ahead. In this mini-series, we will be sitting down with our heads of sector and industry advisor in health plans, health tech, life sciences, provider, and public health to discuss trends they see being the most impactful in 2023. Today, I'm here with Ryan Hummel, provider head of sector, to discuss the outlook for the coming year. Ryan, going into 2023, what are some of the trends that you see in the provider sector taking shape? Hey, Mindy, there are numerous trends, as is every year shaping up in the provider sector. And if you think about it, trends don't really follow a calendar year like you and I and the rest of us. So many of these are compounded sector trends from years past and have just been elevated and we'll see them illuminated in 2023. So here are a few that stand out that I think will have an ongoing impact. You know, the very first one should be no surprise to you. It's around the financial pressures intensifying within the provider sector. This past year, and as we move to look into the future, has been one of the most difficult financial years, I would say, in modern day history for health systems and hospitals across the country, and also for the NHS and our UK hub. And you read it everywhere. I'm somewhat uncomfortable to mention this because every CEO, COO, CFO, CMO knows it and feels it. But knowing that you know most non-for-profit hospital systems here in the US, you know, think of a healthy margin at around 5%. We read many places where 60 to 65% of health systems in the 2023 year are projecting to lose money. So there's there's a huge issue there. There's a confluence of many economic factors all happening at once. We've seen inflation over the past year that's affected many industries. Healthcare has been one of them. There are spiking labor costs. And then on top of this, you have kind of a utilization of services mismatch, where usually services drive consistent revenue. And it's been anything but consistent over the last year. And we can see that continuing. And you marry that against a real and stable workforce. And you have yourself a quagmire for, for executives. And, you know, if you think about the drivers of that, on top of some of the issues I've mentioned, global supply chain, the expiration of pandemic relief funds hitting health systems and hospitals hard, and lower patient volumes, they just add to this real issue around financial pressures. The second area where I think we should be focused on from a trend perspective is around the clinical workforce crisis. Now, I kind of alluded to it in trend one around financial pressures, but it deserves its own kind of chapter in our book of trends for 2023. The WHO estimates a global shortage of 15 million health workers by 2030. So as you can see, it's a 2023 problem that's going to be long lasting. Everything from clinician burnout and mental health concerns from a provider perspective were exacerbated by the pandemic. The cost and time commitment and kind of rebirth of clinical education is adding to that. And then there's kind of a non-financial impact. You know, choices exist for clinical leaders when they have continued to be asked to do more with less. I often tell this story about a client that we saw years ago that would be so confused on which client or which patient needed to do what he would look into a cabinet and just figure out what to do and move forward. And he was asked to do that in 20 minutes and he had to do that for every patient. And think about all of the extra asks that we're asking our physicians and clinicians to do when there's already a shortage, it just adds to this crisis as well. Brian, the persistent 
tension between the financial challenges that we are really seeing play out in the provider sector and the criticality of the workforce crisis that you just mentioned, I feel like they loom really large for providers. So it's hard to even talk about other trends, but I am curious, what other additional trends do you see rising in 2023? Yeah, Mindy, I think you're right. The first two trends we mentioned are really tantamount and directly linked to financial sustainability. The third trend, which is digital health innovation is strong but changeable, is kind of a first cousin of financial sustainability. We've seen the digital health landscape continue to expand and shift as investors evaluate long-term implications and efficacy. And many health systems are already involved and in on digital health and how to kind of transform things like patient engagement and patient experience after a patient leaves and revenue cycle optimization by utilizing digital health in a way that we've never seen before. Fortunately, that allows for efficiency and effectiveness in connecting to patients and cutting cycle time, but it also puts even more financial woes as health systems are already dug in and invested in a lot of these digital health solutions. So these investments become real and they become a lot more scrutinized in the world that we live in. And so I think healthcare leaders are going to be looking, take a long-term look, see what the real ROI is for these digital health innovations. But you know, no one really knows the answer of an ROI. It's making smart bets and it'll just have more scrutiny as 2023 continues. The fourth trend that we are discovering and gonna dig into in 2023 is this idea of care redesign efforts risk losing focus. I mentioned kind of these micro level pressures that are happening, but there's also new market pressures that are pulling on providers focus in multiple directions. I told the story of a physician that had to open up a cabinet this not that long ago to understand what patient had which carrier and what workflow connected to which patient, but the need to improve clinician experience, the idea that patients are becoming more consumerized and the demands for better access and service are real. And this overall macro level economy really has put some inertia around the focus on care redesign efforts. And hopefully this is just a blip on the radar as we know care redesign and contextual workflows for things like value-based care and health equity are really important. So we'll see how long of a trend this lasts for. Ryan, as you were talking about these next two trends, it feels to me like all of them are just so big in terms of the things that, that providers have to contend with. And if that wasn't enough, I know that you and I have also talked about the recent happenings and, and judicial decisions in this past year and how that tees up to really influence how providers need to be thinking, acting, and, and behaving under new context of the lack of federal laws that exist. Yeah, it just seems like a few weeks ago, Mindy, you and I were speaking around public health trends and remarking on how big and scope and how large the trends are. And then when we talked about the provider trends right now, thinking, gosh, they're, they're also big. And I think the fifth trend around patient care decisions becoming political is a trend that we've seen happening, but it's just real. And it's something we need to address and talk about, whether it's court rulings that are changing options available to patients and providers, and it's raising the legal risk of care, it's patients that are being politicized and it's a very polarized environment that contradicts no matter where, what state you're in or if it's a federal law or a state law, women's pr- reproductive rights, vaccinations, gun control, 
all decisions that are platformed by political parties really affect the healthcare fragility that exists in the United States. So patient care decisions have become political as our fifth trend. Ryan, as you were talking through these trends, my mind was going towards the fact that so many of these trends present some really considerable challenges for providers. So not to switch gears, but as we start to think about rounding out this episode, as providers gear up for 2023, where do you actually see opportunity for leaders to prepare to realize some of the benefits that may be present in some of the trends that you mentioned? Distilling down those trends and as a leader in a healthcare firm or home care provider or a large IDN or an academic medical center, what are the biggest problems of the day? And, you know, we talked about the trends. They can be kind of connected to the problems. Like, well, my margins are shrinking. What's the highest priority? If a workforce manager problem, what do I do? I have some access issues and patient growth is stymied by inconsistent engagement initiatives. What do I do? You're just breaking it into the largest problems and applying thoughtful process optimization and problem solving to this is the first thing to do. And, and these are big problems. But when we break problems down into actual solvable issues, I think we can get through this kind of uphill battle when it comes to the provider sector in the next year or two. There is incredible tailwinds around digital involvement and digital transformations that are getting patients in at the right time. Just making sure that we double down on those and really stay focused on the problem we're trying to solve and moving forward is the right step. Easier said than done, very difficult, but I think that's going to be the key of getting through these next set of quarters for the provider sector. I think there's also a real opportunity for providers to think about not just the digital disparities, but the disparities between their community. For years, we've talked about health equity as a concept. What we're learning is when you do address health equity and develop actions around those disparities within your community and create outcome-based ways of delivering care, success ensues, whether that's increasing the health of your community, getting those members of that community to seek care. They all provide added opportunities that will address these trends in the future. Ryan, thank you so much for your time today. I think that you have given our listeners a number of things to consider as we move into 2023 in the provider sector. Undoubtedly, providers will be contending with some significant challenges, but as you mentioned, to opportunities in the year ahead. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Trending Health. For links to resources discussed in this episode, subscribe to the Trending Health podcast and explore if Dynamic can help your company with ongoing healthcare industry change, please visit trendinghealth.com.